Ready? I was born ready. I'm Ron Swanson. Studio 537, this is the Doodle Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, not live from anywhere where you think we're coming from, but we are live from the Beats Lab from the studios at Club 111 now, you've tuned to another installment of the Duder Podcast. So tonight, we're back to basics. We're back to square one. We have not laid down an episode in almost nine months. And I thought, you know what? Let's come back. Let's come back with a vengeance. And let's just, let's just come, go back to basics. So join tonight by my cousin and esteemed colleague, Elvis. What's happening, my brother? Not much, baby. How about you? Where do we start? (laughs) We are kicking it back to the old days now, aren't we? Jesus. I mean, it's like we've not not communicated with our fan base at all in the past nine months. Uh, It's been eventful. We've had... uh, Jeez, we've missed... A lot. I mean, you had a daughter graduate high school, and uh, I moved, and I coached baseball, and did a bunch of other shit. So, yeah. I mean, where do you want to start? I mean, <laughs> it's been a wild nine months. It has been. It really has been. And I don't know what it's been like for you, but it's been a whirlwind of holy shit for me. Yeah. So yeah. So we're gonna kick off tonight. I'm just gonna go ahead and. Prefix this by, I did go to Bandits after work tonight, I did have four beers, and I had supper. So, this episode can be really awesome, or a complete disaster. Uh, the whole point of, 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 oh man, I just let one fly. Uh, the whole point of taking this break was for me to kind of get an idea of what we wanted to do with this going forward, and I know one of my plans is to invest in some equipment so that we can do all of our episodes together live as opposed to, you know, we used to do them on zoom and where we went back to the old, uh, where we did it on the anchor app. So as long as, uh, it's just two of us, we should be okay. when we're doing this, we won't like talk over each other, but, uh, hang on, I got a beer. I was raging. Um, yeah. So what's new, Fis? I don't, nothing really, you know, we're, we're just getting, just got done with Thanksgiving. Now we are on to the next holiday, which would be Christmas. And we're just kind of chugging away, getting all the presents around and trying to kind of figure out where we're going to have Christmas and at mom and dad's. And I get, I think I get 14 days off for work this year so. So the BFC, the Bailey Family Christmas, is on December 23rd in Decatur, Indiana. Or will you be in attendance? I don't. I won't know until the day before. Okay. Because I I actually work the 23rd, which would be that Saturday. Yeah, that's and the yeah. Okay. Wow, that I, fucking blows. I I work, but the last couple of years they've been 
son and the home are not even having us come in that Saturday. So, okay. Well, I, won't, I won't know until Friday when I leave work. So you get 14 days off. So you're off from basically Christmas Day till week after New Year's. Yeah, I, I'll be off the 20, the 24th through, I think, the 5th. Six of January now. Fifth of January? That's not bad. No. Is that is that, now is that a shutdown time for your factory to get yeah. this shit cleaned up and stuff or Yeah, they do all the maintenance and fixing machines and that's when they do all the major projects that need done. Okay, well, that makes sense. Hey, I just found out the other day my office is gonna be closed the week between Christmas and New Year's. So basically four, I mean, basically four days off, but we're working remotely. Ah. Now, I'll probably go into work three of those four days because I don't like working from home, but ND plays in the Sun Bowl on the 29th. That's a Friday. So you can count on me probably not going to work that day. Oh, yeah. That's definite. Yeah. CBS. Is that what it, I I haven't gotten that far yet? Think, I'm assuming it's CBS or CBS Sports Network. Yeah, CBS and Tony the Tiger, El Paso, Texas, baby. Yeah, and you know what? We I can remember the last time we played in the Sun Bowl, which I believe was like 2009 against, against the Hurricanes. The U against the U. That was yeah. kind of our coming back into relevancy. Yes. You know, I think Kelly yeah. had a year under his belt, and yeah. I remember that day vividly. I got my one of my first big screen TVs that day delivered that that morning. Got all my appliances delivered at when I lived on Buckskin. Oh wow! Yeah, that was that was three houses ago, man. That was three <laughs> houses ago. Yeah, got them all delivered. The last thing they put in was the refrigerator, and my measurements were wrong, and I was an inch too big. Did you name your refrigerator William? I did. And the inch too big doesn't happen too often. (laughs) You're a Bailey. Of course it doesn't. (laughs) (laughs) I just remember that game because I had to watch it online. I had to stream it. Did you? Because it was on CBS Sports Network, and I did not get that. So, yes, I remember vividly watching it online. It was pretty awesome. Um, so yeah, I mean, shit, we've got that to talk about. I mean, we had a disappointing Irish season for the most part, I think. Um, now everybody and their brother in college football has entered the transfer portal. So it's kind of like ML, it's kind of like MLB free agency right now. (laughs) Yeah. Which I don't know. We hired a new receiver. Did we hire a new receivers coach yet? Yeah, I Guy, I think Mike Brown from uh, Wisconsin. Did we fire Brian Stuckey? Yeah, the stuck is gone. The stuck's gone. Okay, was his name Chancy? Chancy, yeah. Chancy, I was. I just called him Brian because it's easier to remember. So yes, yeah, so uh, we had the Irish season. We dealt with that. I moved again. Uh, so. The day of the Ohio State game, I moved down to the ghetto in Hicksville, Ohio. Um, probably a solid four blocks from the old house. But but as always, Elvis stepped to the plate, helped me move. Uh, Elvis and Tommy, they absolutely they grabbed all the heavy shit and took care of business for me. So we are all settled in here at the Casa, but I just don't know what to call it yet. Um. I was with Bob Miller on Saturday, and he dropped me off, and he called it Club 111. Club uh, 111. He called it Club 111. I mean, I, I'm thinking that somebody else named it that, so can, should, should it just stick? That, that sounds good to me, Club 111. That's easy to remember. Club 111. That's yeah, not, not terrible. Uh, Elvis and I both had disappointing baseball seasons. Um you mine yeah. a little more than yours, but oh, uh, man. they're they're trying to be in the the Cubs are trying to be in the show Aotani sweepstakes, but 
I don't know. I I think they'll cheapen up. I just might as well just offer them ten years, six six hundred fifty million, and just have at it. Well, you know, I think these guys nowadays they're more concerned about the risk involved and the amount of money that these guys are making is outrageous. Um, I don't blame anybody for being a little skittish about signing Otani for that much money and for that long, considering he's got a partially torn UCL. <laughs> I mean, you ever torn your UCL? No. Me either, but I'm pretty sure that there's not much of it left. But either way, uh, that means you really can't pitch. You can, you're just not as effective. Yeah. Um, the Mets a couple years ago had a guy named Seth Lugo. And you've probably heard of him. He's a pretty decent reliever now. Well, he was a decent reliever with us. But I think uh, we have kind of let him go. He left in free agency uh, before the season. And he signed with San Diego. And I think he had a pretty decent year uh, as a starter. And this dude, has, he does not have a UCL. I see. So that was the, always the concern with everybody is this guy's going to go down. But uh, I don't know. We hired a new manager. You guys got a new manager, the one that I yeah. wanted. Yeah. Offered him, a fucking, offered him a fucking king's ransom. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Ten million bucks a year to manage the Cubs. Yeah. You realize they could have saved a shit ton of money and just called me. I'd do it for 60 grand. Yeah. I mean, that's what I that's what I do it for. So we nope, did that. Thanks. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say the Cubs are <laughs> they're in the Otani sweepstakes. I think they're gonna try to if that Peter's out, I think they're gonna try to get Dr. Bellinger. They keep talking about Tyler Glasgow. Glass Glass now or glass now? Glass now, yeah. Glass. He's with uh, the Tampa, Tampa, Tampa Bay. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, they're talking about if that doesn't work, there's a couple of pitchers in the Mariners organization that they like. There's uh, always the, the Juan Soto sweepstakes. But they have to trade 15 players to get one for one more year. I'm glad you brought up Soto because that's the interesting guy right there because he was pretty quiet in San Diego last year. I don't know what his numbers look like, but he wasn't in the news like every day. Yeah. See, so I think the better route for any team to go is, yeah, the dude's going to be a free agent after this year. Let somebody else unload all their prospects to San Diego for him and then somebody else sign him in the offseason. That's the kind of route I would go. Yeah, that that'd be seem to be – Unless you got an influx of uh, prospects, you don't really care. And anymore, it's a prospect game. Everybody wants to hold on to their dudes and don't want to get rid of them. I wouldn't want to either, considering we gave you ours for jack shit. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That was Javier Baez. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 do hear, I do hear he's back on the market if you guys want to get him again. Who, PCA or Baez? Baez. Oh, because I'll take Pete Crow Armstrong back. I watched him play a little bit last year. I wasn't too impressed yet. You know who I like? I like his mom. His mom. <laughs> Did you know that his mom was the mom of Billy Haywood in the movie Little Big League? I did not. I didn't know that. Really? I had no idea. We drafted him, and I come to find out, yeah, his mom... Played Billy Haywood's mom in Little Big League 25, 30 years ago. Yeah. So his mom's an actress. She's kind of cute. Yeah. Whatever, but still, yeah. So Baez is on the the market. Is they just kind of floating him out there or what? Yeah, they, uh, he's, you know, he's, I think he's still under contract for, I think, five more years. 36 more years, yeah. (laughs) But if you're willing to pay, Pony up low money, they'll, they'll trade him. Elvis, I wouldn't take Javi Baez for my worst minor leaguer. Man, he's, he hasn't, since he, he signed that dotted line, he hasn't done a whole heck of a lot. He has. I think he had a better year last year than the year before, but my God, the, the, the you know, three months that I spent watching him, I was like, God, you know, this guy's kind of a, just a, kind of a tool. And it's kind of weird, all them guys that the Cubs had. 
that they've traded away. You know, hell, Baez hasn't done anything. Uh, Bryant's been horrible in Colorado. Yeah. And Rizzo, I mean, he's been pretty solid for the Yankees. I think he's had some injury problems. Well, I mean, hell, he had Nothing crazy, but I think he's still putting up decent numbers. Yeah, I think he's been hurt a little bit. I think he had 30, 30 homers the last two years, so. That's not bad. And then my uh, my personal favorite was um, Big Sexy from Dayton, Ohio. Dude, Carlos Zambrano? Kyle Schwarber. Oh, Schwarbs. <laughs> the, guy, the guy who really nobody wants, but should really everybody should want. Yeah. This guy yeah. batted fucking this guy batted fucking leadoff for the Phillies. At one ninety seven. Exactly, but you know what he's else he's gonna do? He's gonna hit fucking fifty home runs. Struck out five hundred and twelve times, but hit fifty two homers and had hundred and forty seven RBIs. Struck out five hundred times, which is about twice as many as Tony Gwynn did his entire career. Yeah. <laughs> but then he'll walk 115 times too. Oh, sure. Absolutely. I always wanted the Mets to get him. But we're more focused now on the Japanese players. So this Yamamoto, yeah. Yeah. whatever the hell's first name is, Yamamoto, he is the hot commodity. And we'll see because it sounds like the Yankees are hot in on him, the Mets, the Cubs, the Angels, everybody's in on this game. So, I think there's a, isn't there two two of them? Two, uh, yeah, like Ishigawa or Isagawa or I can't remember the guy's name. But, yeah, there's all kinds of – I think there's two or three Japanese guys that are like stud pitchers. Yeah. Um, supposed to be around. So we'll see what happens. It's, uh, it's going to be kind of interesting, I think. Could be called the Chicago Yen here next next couple of years. <laughs> What's what's Japanese for Cubs? <laughs> hey, tell tell Jenny to look it up on her phone. What's Japanese for Cubs? Because the I can, I would right now, but they're they're going through Christmas presents right now. Oh, your uh, presents? No, they're Tate's. They're going they're, through Tate's presents. They're trying to pick stuff. He's trying to pick stuff out. That's pretty, oh. serious. pretty serious business right now. Yeah, I've you know, and that's another thing that I've done a little bit in the last nine. I've gotten to know your son just a little bit better. You know, um, for those of you who are you know new to the podcast, so Elvis is my cousin, obviously, and uh, a lot of the summer we spent cruising around Hicksville on your golf cart. And oh, yeah. Tate and I would sit. Tate and I would sit in the back, and we would. Uh, Basically, recite the entire movie of movie Step Brothers the entire time. <laughs> boats and hoes. But I gotta get me my boats and hoes. Yeah. So yeah, I'm not. I'm not surprised at all that Christmas is a serious game for that kid. No, oh, yeah, it's it, it's death. <laughs> so another de- another development in Deuterland is that I spent the summer coaching. Little League Baseball. Yes. Um, I know most of our people know this, but yeah, I, um, my sister Julie, her son is 10, and he plays Little League at Edgerton, and his coach was a friend of mine, and they invited me to come. Uh, well, I moved up the ladder. I moved up the ladder pretty quick. So I started as the uncle who shows up to the games and hangs out, and then they asked me to do scorebooks, so I did that. And then, you know, I started doing some instructional stuff. And uh, pretty soon it came down to, you know, they flat out wanted me in the dugout. So that was kind of fun. It was a fun summer. Got to meet a lot of new people, made some new friends, made some, reconnected with old friends. I think that's the moms. one thing I've done the most. What's that? Met a few moms. Oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. <laughs> How could I not? Um, you know, it's it, it was fun. It's a lot. Of, we we our team um, was pretty solid, and we I think we got we won our league uh, 
we won the league title regular season, but we struggled in the tournament because our pitching struggled, which was kind of my area. Uh, so I'll take the heat for that one. But my kids just kind of ran out of juice. And uh, so we ended up coaching the all-star team. We had a lot of fun. Um, again, you know, I, I got to coach against two kids from Hicksville uh, that were coaching that team that I coached when they were kids, uh, Josh Cover and Chad Schooley. That was fun. That was a lot of fun just going down there and hanging out with those guys and having a few brew ha-has in the outfield uh, in between games. It was a lot of fun. Just <laughs> uh, Man, this summer was uh, definitely epic, I think. You going to go back next year, coach again? Well, that's the thing, see. So the guy who invited me to coach, um, his son's moving up to 12U next year. And we were actually in our first, the only practice that I think I ever went to, which was right before our tournament, one of the other kids' dads came up to me and said, hey, uh, I need to do some recruiting. And I said, for what? I said, do you need Quinn to, you need Quinn to play somewhere? And he's like, no, I, want, I, need, I want you to help me coach next year. And I'm like, seriously? Okay. So, yeah, so I am signed up right now to coach uh, 10U at Edgerton next summer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, We'll see how it goes. It uh, could be much like the Duder podcast. It could be a massive success or a complete disaster. You just never know. <laughs> you never know until you show up. <laughs> now, does Ed- yeah, how, so many te- how many teams does uh, does Edgerton have their own league over there? No, it's so all these little towns up there in Williams County, and, and there's a couple in Fulton that don't they don't have enough kids to support more than one team which oh, i found okay. really odd because doesn't hicksville have they split their kids up in the nines and tens and elevens and twelves right i think no, it's all the don't. same now i think it's all it's the, all the same now you're yeah, right like when, it, like when we were there. it, it was when nines and tens eleven and twelves for probably four or five years then i think they okay went back, to, went back to combining everybody well it certainly helps to have enough kids to do that but, you know, I think these other towns, they don't want to combine their kids together with older kids for, you know, fear of, you know, playing against inferior talent or playing against kids that, you know, that are way better than you. Um, no, it was, I believe, so Edgerton had two 10U teams. Montpelier had two. I want to say Eden had one. Pioneer had one or two. But then Pettysville had two, Fayette had one or two. I don't remember. But, yeah, so it was one big Williams-Fulton County League. And the biggest bitch of the whole thing was our league tournament was in Fayette. Oh, yeah. The the longest fucking drive for me was to Fayette. Might as well have it in Michigan. No shit. They might as well move the bastard to Adrian or Detroit. Hell, who gives a shit at this point? <laughs> so our tur- our league tournament was in one week, and so we went up. We didn't. We got a buy into the second round, so we went up and watched the first round games because the Ed- the other Edgerton team played in that. So a few of us got in the car and we drove up there for that game. It was a shitty Monday. It was rainy and just just kind of a shitty day. But then we went back on Tuesday. We won our game. We went back on Wednesday, we lost. We go back on Thursday, we lost. So we were done. You know, we we didn't, uh, we like I said, we lost juice. Um, a couple of our kids were out. Um, so it just, you know, and at that age, when you've got a couple good pitchers, you're going to be fine, which we did. But we just legit, like our best pitcher just ran out of juice. I mean, he had nothing left. And then we go into All-Stars and he really had nothing left. And he's... I mean, this kid's he's a small kid, but, man, he's a fighter. Uh, Ethan Cape was his name, and he's a, just a great kid. I got to know him really well, and I really enjoyed coaching that kid because, man, he'd listen to everything. And I kind of got to understand him a little bit, too, because I could tell when he was getting shook up on the mound, and I would look at Stiver, and I'd say, hey, buddy, I'm going to go out and talk to him. And he'd be like, okay, go ahead. So, you know, I got to know the kid a little bit, you know, and it was fun. And the good news is, is I never got ran out of one game. So I went to all <laughs> these games from May until then, until July. And I never got ran out of one. About did, but didn't. So I'm 
pretty pretty pleased with how that ended up. Oh yeah. Huh. What else did I do? I got hammered a lot. Oh well, what did I do this fall, Elvis? Oh yeah, you're the one hundred five point <laughs> seven. The bull color analyst. That's for right. The radio. That's right. I did color commentary for high school football, which, you know, if if I wanted our podcast to be what it used to be, which was kind of more focused on high school sports, that would have worked out really well. But, you know, with me wanting to take this thing in a different direction, um, you know, it was fun. Don't get me wrong. You know, I got to um, I got to see what 11. I, I mean, it started with Tenora's second scrimmage. And then, you know, we did 11, regular, 11, 10 regular season games and, a, and one playoff game. Uh, and it was a lot of fun. I mean, it was, but boy, I'll tell you what, it just killed my Friday night social life. Yeah, yeah, that I mean, does. I, I mean, you, I go straight from work to a game. And I don't get home until 10 or 11 and everything in Hicksville is closed about then. Like, you might as well just go to bed. There's nothing to do. You're not going to get anything too crazy. Now, I did luck out because uh, Hicksville's homecoming game against Ayersville, um, I lucked out because it was a home game, and Tommy Tommy had a party that night. And, you know, we we indulged a little before the game, and we indulged a lot after the game, and it was a fun time. And, but uh, I got to see your, soon to, your, your eventual son-in-law play numerous times. Yeah. Uh, yeah I bet I watched Sonora. I think I watched Sonora. Yeah, I watched Landon play. I watched Snore play, I think, five times. Um, I got the Aces a few times. Uh, I mean, we saw – I got to see Antwerp once. Um, but it was kind of – it hurt a little bit to have all four – or was it four GMC teams made the playoffs? Or was it yeah. five? Um, Tenora, Antwerp, Tenora, Ayersville, Paulding. Yes, all four of them. Yeah, and yeah, all four, four of them lost, and and all four of them lost in week one of the playoffs. So I was yeah. done. Now my play by my play by play guy got to keep following PH and <laughs> excuse me Liberty Center, but I kind of yeah I was done, and I am done. Uh, now did he do? I am going did, he, to, did he do more radio? Did, yeah, yeah, Mike. Uh, they what they did was is I think the the second week of the playoffs he had Patrick Henry. Because you had Patrick Henry and Liberty Center, two Henry County teams in the playoffs, and 103.1 out of Napoleon, which is one of our sister stations, obviously Kent can only cover one game. So yeah. they were they were able to transfer the sponsors to the other station. And uh, yeah, so he he kept going. I think he I don't think he did no, he didn't do Liberty Center's game last week, but uh, uh, the state final. He didn't do that, but he did up until there. Um, oh, that's cool. Yeah, it was great for him. And actually, my play-by-play guy is continuing to do the uh, basketball. So I did, I, I did hear him the other night on it. Yeah, well, hey, you might want to tune in. So for those of you, you most of you are going to listen to this on Thursday. And if it's about 7 o'clock, which means it's halftime of the varsity girls game at Hicksville, tune in to 105.7 The Bull because the fan in the stands will be yours truly. <laughs> you gonna be on that tomorrow night? Um, yeah. So they asked me if, because listen, I'm a GMC guy. I mean, GMC Sports—that's me. Outside of the GMC, I don't know shit, and I will tell you immediately that I don't know shit about it. Uh, so Dave Clark, who's the sports director, asked me. He said, "Hey, you know, if we need somebody to fill in for girls or boys basketball in the GMC, would you mind doing?" I said, "Yeah, no problem." So I get a call from uh, Mike Sebring, my play-by-play guy. He texted me a couple weeks ago. Actually, he texted me, I think, two days before Thanksgiving. He texted me, like, on Thanksgiving and said, hey, I'll be in Hicksville. If he does a halftime segment where he pulls a fan from the stands, it's prearranged. But he he interviews him and talks to him a little bit about stuff. So uh, he texted me, and I... You know, he's like, hey, you want to be my first one? I said, sure. When is it? He's like, it's Saturday. And here I am thinking, oh, shit. That's the day of the Ohio State-Michigan game. Yeah. There's no, there's, 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 
absolutely no chance that in the evening I'm going to be lucid enough to talk on the radio. <laughs> so I declined, um, citing, uh, I think I cited that I had family stuff going on, which I did. Uh, family's family. But anyway, uh, he asked me if I'd come back and do it on the, on the 7th, which is tomorrow, today, if you're listening. And, uh, yeah, so he's going to interview me as the fan of the stand. So I got to pay six bucks to get in the fucking game and then get interviewed and go home. <laughs> that's, that's a deal right there. <laughs> so who's the big winner? Yeah. Now, who's Hicksville playing? They play Fairview tomorrow night. No, that's girls. Yeah. Okay. And what I've been told is, and I've not been to any basketball games, boys or girls. But what I've been told is, is that the girls at Hicksville only have nine players. I did hear they don't have a JV team. I Now, I guess that sometimes they do play two quarters of JV. So they'll play a half. Do they? And that's um, I think that has to do with, isn't that an OHSAA rule that you're only allowed to play so many quarters? Yes. Yeah. So these, these, you know, the girls that don't play that much get to play a little bit of JV, and then they have their two quarters reserved for varsity. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm kind of, kind of excited. I mean, I don't know. I might have I'll to tell you the biggest thing. Tune in. I, I'm a, you know what? I made it. I made it. Uh, Eleven football games without breaking out a shit or a fucking live radio. So <laughs> I, I'd say that's a win. <laughs> And for forty and and for forty bucks for forty bucks a game, I think I probably did okay. Yeah, but it was fun. I mean, we tried to see what I did was is I thought you know what I've listened to guys and this LK included. They're just it's all stat intensive. It's let's have some fun. I mean, most of our games were blowouts. Unfortunately, yeah. we maybe had I think three good games out of eleven. So eight games were just freaking blowouts and what do you do i mean you can't just sit here and get jv kids in the game we haven't studied anything about these kids so mike's calling play by play i'm over in the corner cracking jokes because you know and every chance i get i get it that's what she said in there so yeah. i mean it was and after <laughs> i think about what was that? i think after about week three and our first three games were hicksville patrick henry blowout uh, Archibald, Archibald Sonora, blowout. And I can't remember what the hell our third game was, but I know it was NWA. Oh, it was, uh, actually, it was a close one. It was Fairview and uh, Delta. That was actually a close one. Yeah. Um, but, you know, fuck. We have, you know, and obviously Doug Rakes is back coaching at Fairview. So uh, that was kind of fun to, to get him. I mean, it, I'm sorry. We're friends with him. But the nice thing, it, I I just think football is better when he's involved in it, especially GMC football. What oh, do you yeah. think? He's a great dude. You know, he's even better coach. I would, uh, I'd, I'd agree with you on that. I mean, anything with with the doctor there, you know, Fairview football, it's either him or nothing else, you know. And it's kind of weird because I think that's what 90% of Fairview says too. And the way they think, you know. And if they could, don't, if could, they say something different, they're lying. That's yeah, that's all there is. Yeah. And, you know, with uh, the old dude that they had last year, and then Dougie coming back this year, it was a lot different because you could just tell there was a different vibe on Friday nights. You know, in a fair view, I think will be very good in the next few years. You know, they they took a couple couple butt weapons this year, but granted, they will because they're young, but he'll get them back on track, and GMC will, everybody will start hating Fairview again because they'll start winning again. Oh, and I think it's as soon as next year. I think this is a quick turnaround. This isn't like oh, yeah. Dougie's last go-through where he took some lumps. No, he's got himself a fucking quarterback, okay? Yeah. Yeah. This kid, I saw him three times this year. William Zedike, he is the fucking real deal, okay? He is. He's, he's, he's a nice ball player. And take nothing away from Carson Aldemus because Carson was really good for four years. Um, but 
this kid's got something different than Carson had, and I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's his legs because, man, that Z that kid is so fast. And, and like I said, Carson's a great athlete. I just think, man, William Zedek's got something. I just can't figure it out. But Moxie. he's going to be – He's this kid's going to win conference player of the year the next two years. Easy. I hope he does. I think he's. Just, I think he was just a sophomore. Yeah, and that's the other thing. I mean, I know we're trying to get away from high school sports, but still, I got to say this. The quarterback play in the GMC next year – is going to be something like you've never seen before because oh, yeah. damn near everybody's back or they're back with a buttload of more experience. Yep, a lot of talent surrounding them. Now, because, and I mean, shit, Tenor's got the Graziani kid coming back. Uh, the lefty at Paulding, I think Pfizer was his last name, he's coming back. I mean, even Hicksville, because like I said, once Garrett Turnbull figures out how to play quarterback and how to get down, they're going to be okay. Yeah. He might have a little bit more athletes behind you. Him, the Baker kid, Maddox Baker in Edgerton, he's got a yeah. year of experience under his belt. Uh, Antwerp's got – I mean, Antwerp's going to struggle next year, but they've got this kid that's apparently 6'5", quarterback in the eighth grade. Yeah. Uh, that's coming up next year. Um you know, Ayersville's going to have a different quarterback. Obviously, Antwerp. But I'm trying to think of the other teams. Um, but anyway, I mean, even even with that, I mean, the quarterback play of the conference next year is going to be unreal. I mean, I'm I'm really I real, you know, I kind of don't want to do football next year, so I can kind of go to whatever game I want. Yeah. But I kind of want to do it so that way I can get in free to all these games, and you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Yeah, see the best ma- best matchup of the week possibly every week. I mean, we could. Uh, unfortunately, the the conference was top heavy this year with Tenora, Ayersville, and uh, uh, Antwerp. Antwerp, yeah. I mean, and I mean, I was I was surprised as anybody that Antwerp got beat. And I was. I was at the Ayersville Tenora game. Ayersville should have won that game, but they didn't. Uh, so, and Antwerp, Antwerp uh, got to capitalize on a couple of big plays against Tenora. Uh, we did that game too, and uh, that did it in. But I mean, if, if Tenora stays away from the turnover bug, they probably win that game. Antwerp just didn't have it this year, and I don't, I don't yeah. know what it was. I don't I, know if it I, was a maladjustment. Go ahead. I think injuries, okay. kind of kind of crap up on them and they did they didn't have the the one extra kid to step up you know they they had him but he didn't step up every week like they you know the other kid opposite of brewer they you know he just just he might have had a good game one out every four four weeks but it wasn't like every single every single night okay oh yeah okay i got you okay yeah can you hear me yeah, I got you. Can you hear me? No, yeah, but one thing I did, I did see uh, they had all state stuff out earlier this week, and uh, Abe Delano. I still can't believe he got he didn't he only got third team uh, all state wide receiver. You, you're you're trying to stir up shit, aren't you? <laughs> no, I you know how I feel about that. I think that kid's a stud. This kid is on. Fucking real, Elvis. I mean, I watched this kid. So, Ayersville Paulding is, I think, our fifth game of the year that we did, fourth or fifth game. And we were kind of, kind of him hawing because everything had been a fucking blowout up till then. And we go over to Paulding, and Paulding just comes out guns blazing. And I think they got two safeties in the first quarter. On Ayersville, they were, uh, I believe they were botched snaps on punts. But still, two safeties in one game. And I yeah. think that they were up, I want to say they were up 14 nothing at the half. And Ayersville comes out in the second half, and Abe Delano legitimately puts this team on his back. Literally. I mean, he's got the ball in his fucking hands, whether he's playing running back, receiver, quarterback, and a wildcat. And he's scoring touchdowns. Yeah. And they, and Ayersville comes back and beats him 17-14. And I'm like, what the hell? 
then I think I saw him two more times. And I mean, he was just, even on defense, he was a stud. <laughs> and I'm trying to figure kid. out how the, I mean, listen, again, I'm not going to take anything away from Carson Aldemus. Phenomenal athlete. I mean, probably uh, he, just unbelievable. I mean, the, I watched this kid take a snap, and he stands in the pocket flat-footed, much like Ryan Radcliffe used to at Fairview back in the early, mid-2000s, and just picking the defense apart. That kid can fucking play quarterback. I mean, he's just yeah. that good. But Abe Delano's just got a different something about him. And I'm like, this kid is just – and I think I texted you when all-conference came. And I'm like, what the hell? This kid's nowhere. And I think he's going to he's, – he's actually going to pitch somewhere. I can't remember where, and I'll look it up. Maybe I'll remember it next time. I, I, I do remember seeing it, but I can't remember either. I thought it was somewhere yeah, a good size. Uh, I can't – I don't – I can't remember. It was smaller, but it wasn't like it wasn't Mac. But either way, man, that kid and ah crap. He, what's up? I was gonna, I was gonna look it up, but I don't think. Hey, zip, Tater. <laughs> yeah, zip. Look it up. Bring, for you. bring me your iPad. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, that was uh. The only, it was I was fun. Gonna say, I was gonna was say fun. the only thing that could have possibly had him get third team, all state. Might be, you know, because he ran the ball a lot and didn't catch. Well, he kind of had to because, yeah, I think in week eight, I think in week eight they lost their stud. uh, They lost their stud, their stud Torin Kinevan. They lost him. He broke his fucking like femur or something. I think something like that. That kid was killing it. That kid was tough too. He's going to be back too. Yeah. And I think the Kobe Four kid from Paulding is going to be back too. This fucking it's going to be a kind of a nasty ass conference next year, and I'm looking forward to it. Um, not looking forward to talking to talking about it on this podcast, but I'm looking forward to watching it. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. So Elvis, I have an I had an idea that I wanted to run by you tonight. Excuse me. Hey, did you see that text I sent you today? Bird crasher shit in his pants. Yes, that was good. <laughs> so I, I'm I'm an avid listener to uh, a, a crazy amount of podcasts. That's kind of what I do. But uh, Abe Delano is going to Northern Kentucky. There it is, Northern Kentucky. The Norse. <laughs> there it is. The Norse. The Norse. So here was my so. I'm listening to Two Bears, One Cave, which is Tom Segura and Bert. And so they're big on like challenging. So they're big on like they want to, they're trying to pick a fight with the Kelsey Brothers podcast. You ever listen to them at all? (laughs) Uh, Every every day. Okay. So so Bert and Tom are trying to pick a fight with the Kelsey Brothers. And what they're doing is, is they're doing a, they want to, they want to challenge them to like a fundraiser where they try to see who can raise the most money for their charities. So Bert and Tom pick a charity, Travis and Jason Kelsey pick a charity, and they try to raise money. And whoever raises the most money, basically, this is bragging rights. Yeah. What do you think? What do you think about me and you, us, challenging our grandbaby podcast across the field Contest to see who can raise more money. Well, that'd be all right. Do you think we could do it? Do you think we could beat them? The Duder always wins. Well, the Duder always wins, but they got fucking Wayne Trace money behind it. Yeah. We got Hick money, though. So here's what I was thinking. Okay. If we, so they're trying to raise money to put in that splash pad downtown. Okay. So if, here was my thinking, and I have not approached Brett or Peyton or Brady about any of this. So what I was, and, and Brett's only going to find out when he listens to this because he's pretty pumped that we're back. Yeah. Um, so here's what I'm, you know, I'm thinking we, we each set up a GoFundMe, and basic and whatever we whatever we make, you know, the winner obviously we get to brag about it. But 
we get to donate that money to the charity. And I thought we could donate whatever we want, donate our GoFundMe to the Hicksville Splash Pad. What do you think? Do you think we should do it, or do you think That's it's a waste of time? I mean, yeah. I think it'd be. I think it could be fun. So, Brett, I know you're going to listen. So, I'll, uh, I'm in, I'm not even going to text you. I'm just going to let you find out when you listen at the 45 minute mark, and you find out. So, we're going to chat. Let's, I think let's talk about it. Let's try to see if we can do this. Some maybe run it through like the end of maybe like through the Super Bowl or something. We'll promote it. We'll try and see who can who can which of us can uh, raise the most money for charity. It could be it could be fun. Just something yeah, different. And I thought, you know what? When when Bert and Tom started talking about this, I'm like, you know what? I think this is a good idea because you and I kind of remind me of Bert and Tom. <laughs> You're gonna have to send, fit, show me how to do a GoFundMe thing. <laughs> I'll set it up. Do you want to donate to it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, we might need we we might need Curtis to help us. Curtis, if you're listening, we're gonna probably need your help. Okay, so moving along. So I got that out of the way. Hey, Curtis had a birthday the other day. We went out for he Curtis's did. birthday on Saturday night. 45. That was fun. No, Curtis is 43. 40? He's 44. 44. God, he's old. So the big fella turned 44 on Saturday. I turned 45 a few weeks before that. Uh, yeah, that was kind of fun. We went to Fort Wayne. We had, we had, we went to Lake Hoffs. Have you ever been there? No, I have not. What is that? Uh, it's 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 just a fucking hole in the wall dive bar, it, but a little bit more, a little bit nicer than it's not. When when you say when I, when people say dive bar, I think of Charlie's. Yeah, um, it, it's nicer than Charlie's. Um, kind of the same kind of setup, but it's it's down on Clinton Street, uh, south. It's down. It's south of Coliseum. Like Catacorner, kind of from Granite City. Okay. Like Target area down there. I see. So we went to that. We went there. I had a, I had three beers and a tenderloin, a big jumbo tenderloin. Dude, it only cost me like seventeen fifty. Hey, that's not bad. And I'm like, yeah, I feel like I'm at Charlie's again. Bush lights. Um, but it, no, I had Miller lights. I, I Bush lights give me a headache. Yeah, uh, I can do about one or two of them, but I get a headache. So I kind of stick with Miller Lights, unless I'm a bandit drinking their beers. But after that, we went to um, we went to B Dubs, where everybody knows Curtis. So he was off talking to other people while um, his brother Jason and his fiance Sarah were there. Ryan and Jill were there, of course me. Um, and Mama Joan. Mama Joan was there, too. So, so yeah, it was, it, was good, it was a good time. We had fun. Uh, I made I made the wise decision to ride with Jason, so that way I got home at a decent hour and didn't stay over at Fort Wayne, because <laughs> otherwise we'd have had a problem. Most definitely. Been, been ugly. Yeah, it could have been. So, wait, you're, you and your family went on a vacation this summer, didn't you? Yeah, we did. We, uh, Tell us a little bit. Tell us a little uh, bit. Well, McKeegan's graduated and we asked her what she wanted to do and uh we usually go to myrtle beach every year with mom and dad and uh she's not only which, which tate loves myrtle beach by the way tate if it's not 100 degrees tate doesn't love it and, <laughs> and he, he loves water parks there so uh it was mckeega's choice this summer so she wanted to go to yellowstone so we uh Went out there for what ten days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let me tell you something, buddy. If you ever get a chance, go there. It's still probably one of the most beautiful places I've ever been in my life. Do you recommend uh, riding horses? Oh man, horse riding, <laughs> horseback riding is a blast. I never did tell you what happened two weeks after we, uh, uh, after we left there. That same horse riding trails, a grizzly bear maimed a person on those. Are you kidding me? I'm not joking one bit. Did they smell blood? Yeah. <laughs> go after it. I. Uh, I'll tell her. I'll tell. I'll tell the listening world. I was on a pretty small horse. The saddle was pretty small. The balls were being sat on the whole time, and I ended up popping a hemorrhoid. 
had, had a bloody ass the whole time. It got worse at the so very I'm end. I'm betting these grizzly bears smell blood. <laughs> they they smell, kind of like a great white. They, they can smell blood for five, six miles. These, grizz, <laughs> these grizzlies smell a little blood and water. <laughs> but uh, probably the best part about that horseback riding, that horse is probably so fucking tired of my fat ass being on his back. As soon as he, as soon as he's seen the fucking horse, the horse stalls. <laughs> He fucking went on a MODOC. I bet I went from zero to 40 mile an hour in like six steps. And me being the avid writer that I am, that's when the old hemorrhoid popped. Okay. Oh, Seattle Slew had her way with you. No, she, no, I, I, it was, it was pretty rough. But no, it's that place everywhere you go is something really cool. And very beautiful to look at. We uh, did Yellowstone. We did the tour, the upper loop, the uh, southern loop. Actually, Jen and me and the kids actually did the the whole eastern loop. Also, the only thing we did not do was uh, the very southeastern part down by uh, the I think the Grand Tetons, because that was about a six hour one one way drive for us and we didn't feel like doing it but I mean it was 50 degrees every day low 30s every night big fat guy I mean, oh, we're sweating our nards off here yeah, yeah. Okay. perfect for me yeah now I've seen any, any kind of animal you can think of Every everything you can think of the only thing we didn't see was a moose did you see the chupacabra we did you did yeah. God damn it. I always wanted that, to see the chupacabra. Yeah, it was part that's part of Pokemon, isn't it? No, I don't that's that Mexican like snake mouse or possum something. Yeah. But, no, uh, but no, it was a very very fun trip and the bad thing is McKeegan wants to go back every year. Oh, uh, that's the bad thing? Well no, the the other bad thing is if I keep going back, I'm going to move out there. Well, because... whereas I would hate it if you did that. I mean, <laughs> God, I can't imagine it being like, that'd be awesome for you. You know? No, the, the only thing I don't know about is uh, the first snowfall they had was 48 inches this year. How'd you know? Did you whip your wiener out? No, actually, Jen and I was looking at the uh, Doppler one night. <laughs> we seen it and we about puked. We're like, could you imagine going to going to sleep and waking up and having four foot of snow when you get up? No, no, not really. But then again, I'm not a fan of much snow at all. So yeah, I mean, as long as I don't shovel it, but I mean, still, that's fucking crazy. Four feet of snow at one time. Four, four foot of snow overnight. Overnight, man, it accumulates like a magnitude. Oh, Son of a bitch. But no, it was it was a blast. We we did about anything, everything you could think. The only thing I, I was leery of doing was uh, going on like nature walks, just because you needed you just needed to take bear spray all the time. And I'm I was always leery, like, all right, I got two young kids and a wife, and we go on a walk, and you know. You just hear, see bears and hear hear about them, mauling people, and that's the only thing I was always leery about. Interesting, because I've never known you to be scared of bears. No, I was more scared of the family, or (laughs) yeah, the kids rather than me. Because I'm sure that in the hundred of episodes we've had of this of this show, we've discussed our trip to Tennessee in probably 1992. (laughs) Yeah. Where our uncle fucked with the bear and he chased us. And that was the only time Elvis beat me in a foot race. <laughs> <laughs> We've lived kind of crazy lives, haven't we? Yeah, that's it's been fun. I I have a hard time disagreeing with you on that, pal. So what are you doing this weekend? Anything you work? No, you don't work this you don't work this weekend, do you? Uh what day is today? 
today. Actually, is, yeah, yeah, I do work this you weekend. You do work this weekend. Yeah. Yep. yep Friday, Saturday, uh, Sunday. My, I plan to legit do nothing this weekend, but sit in my house. So I got a Christmas tree. Um, my young, my youngest sister, Marky, was getting rid of hers and gave me her old one. Nice. Uh, they were getting a new one, so they gave me their old one, and it only lights on the bottom. It's one of them tree lit bastards. Yeah. So what I started doing is, is every time I drink a Miller Light can, I put a hook on it and I hang it from the tree on the top portion. So what I've got is lights on the bottom and lights on the top. Miller lights. Miller lights on the top. So that's how <laughs> that's how we bachelors live these days. Oh boy. <laughs> I've you know and, and and even when I was married, we never really had a Christmas tree. Uh, ex-wife wasn't a fan, so. Uh, yeah, this was, I thought, fuck it, I, I'll take a tree. Um, it works for me. But yeah, I put it up in the, uh, in the party room, uh, which you haven't been here in a while. So I have, I have not. Dude, the party room is epic now. So we've yeah. obviously, we had the foosball table. You put it in there, you know. Yeah. But we've got a, we've got a dartboard now and the Christmas tree and that sweet Bailey's Irish cream sign you bought me for my birthday. How how's that? Sitting that look good. That looks fucking great. It's right next to my world championship belt. Sweet. It is. Yeah. I mean, we're sitting. We're. Yeah. It's just I've only used that room like twice, so <laughs> eh. I don't get a lot of visitors. Uh, sometimes I do. Sometimes a you know a nice female might show up here, and it's nice. And, and at this point, you know, I've almost been divorced for a year. And my dick hasn't fallen off yet, so I think we're sitting pretty. (laughs) I love it. Isn't that the goal? Wasn't that the goal? Didn't we talk about this, like, maybe last March? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. My daughter came over last night and hung out with me for a little bit. We just chit-chatted, and we had a good time. And I've got my – I got some art on the wall. And, oh, yes, Cousin Tara, your sister, pranked may have painted the greatest picture of all time. The Scrote Father. Which is a, the Scrote Father, a picture of me uh, in the kind of the same style as from the movie Old School where Owen Wilson, or uh, Luke Wilson? Luke Wilson, yeah. Luke, yeah. Uh, where they hang, and you know what? I've still got it hanging cockeyed, too. Do you? Oh, hell yeah. Just like in the movie. Hell yeah. But yeah, I get, I get bored some nights, and you know what? I kind of... I was sitting here last night, and I thought, you know what? This would be perfect podcast. You know, just, and it's what I want. Nothing's on paper. We didn't talk about anything beforehand. We just said, let's free ball it. And because it's me and Elvis, that's what we're known best for. And that's what we did. So, free balling, baby. Well, big fella, I got nothing to add unless you do. I'm good. I think it was a, we've got it was a, we've legit got we've got no frills. I've got no ending music. I'm gonna trim the start and the end, and that's it. So uh, let's, let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah, let's get the fuck out of here. You got any shout outs you want to give? Shout out to my wife, Jennifer. Good for you. Good for she, you. Jennifer's a good lady. We're gonna head to to Indiana tomorrow, possibly Grayville. Maybe catch catch a. I don't know what we're gonna do. I think we might be a little antique shopping, maybe. You think? You think you'll have time for Bed Bath and Beyond? I don't. We may. I don't, I don't know. We might not have enough time. <laughs> we're gonna try. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna give a shout out to anybody who's ever came on this podcast. I'm talking Curtis. I'm talking Tara. I'm talking Recti, Angie. Everybody who's ever had anything to do with this podcast. Thank you for all your inspiration, and thank you. And you know what? We never finished our rap song. Didn't, didn't we last leave off with a rap song tournament? I think we did. <laughs> Maybe we'll come back and finish that. Who I think knows? Rick, but Rick and his wife were on it. And yeah, they were. I think this March 29th was the last episode we dropped. It is yeah. December 6th today. So tomorrow's Pearl Harbor Day. So everybody's going to get Pearl Harbor with a Deuter podcast. Oh, yeah, so, right back in the head, baby. Actually, right now it's only 8.35. Hell, I'll have this bitch drop before I go to bed tonight. That's beautiful. Hell, yeah. 
great night. I get to hang out with my cousin. I get to hang out with my brainchild, the Duder podcast. This was fun, this. Um, we'll see what happens. I can't make no promises going forward. Uh, whenever I get a burr up my ass and feel like uh, doing a little pod while Elvis is off work. Um, but like I said, what I wanted to, you know, the, the obviously the end game, and we never intended to make any money off of this. Um, but the end game is is to buy some equipment and do this sitting across the table from each other, much like Tom and Burton do. Um, and, you know, one of us will wear a shirt and one of us won't. I mean, that's just kind of the way it's going to work. <laughs> and hopefully um, so, I don't shit my pants. And hopefully. <laughs> I'm dead serious. How funny was that? I was rolling. <laughs> I about died. I saw that on TikTok. And normally I see, um, I'll take about half hour, an hour a night and just flip through TikTok and send funny ones to my friends. Um, you know, I send a lot of them to my bartender up at Bandits Ray. Uh, she's pretty freaking awesome. She lives just around the corner from me. But I'll send her funny TikToks and she thinks everything reminds her of me and Tom most of the time, I'm pretty sure, because we're kind yeah. of fucking stupid like that. But um, uh but yeah, so I come across this. I'm like, shit, I got to listen to the new two bears. So I listen to it, and Bert, Bert farts and shits his pants. <laughs> like, oh my god, that's Elvis! <laughs> Immediately. So, great. all right, buddy. Hey, yeah. I'm gonna hey, sign man. off. You're gonna sign off. We're gonna call tonight. We hey, love you all. Li- where can you listen to this app? Where can you listen to this app? Yeah. Well, we're still everywhere we've always been. You want to listen right. to us on Apple Podcasts, you want to listen to us on Spotify. You want to listen to us on Google Podcasts. Uh, there's about 30 different ones, I think, that we're on still. So, uh, yeah, tune in. Um, you know, you'll get a note. If you follow us on any of those platforms, you'll get a notification when our episode drops. And I'll also put this thing on Face Place and uh Twitter and uh, well, I think it's called X now. And uh, I was thinking I'm probably going to do a uh, TikToker too, something on TikTok. I check my hair first, then we'll do that. But uh, yes, so this is Beat signing off. You've been listening to the Duder Podcast.